Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Tube Talk presented by vidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech executive producer of social media here at the IQ. And before we start this podcast, I want to apologize for my voice. I'm actually recording while I'm sick. I got a cold. The voice is not really what it should be, but things still have to get done. The show must go on. And to that point, that is what the entire podcast will be about today. Because I don't think creators are ready for this. Now, you're probably like, Viper, what do you mean we're not ready for this? A creator, what I mean is that if you're new and you're starting out on YouTube and you have ambitions of becoming a full-time content creator, there is just one glaring reality that I feel like a lot of you all are not ready for. And I want to talk about it because it's real. And we need to discuss it because I need you all to be mentally and physically prepared for what I'm about to explain to you in this podcast. And that is the fact that if you want to achieve YouTube success, whatever that looks like or whatever that means to you, you have to be willing to treat YouTube as a job. Now, some of y'all might be like, Viper, what do you mean treat it as a job? Well, think about some of these things when you are going to your everyday nine to five job or whatever your job is right now. You show up at that job. If you don't like your job or something like that, or you don't like the work that you do, you still show up, right? Yes. You show up to that job if you don't like your boss, right? Yes. Even if you don't like your coworkers, you still show up to that job, right? Yes. If you're not feeling well, as long as you're not on your deathbed, you're probably showing up to work that day, right? Correct, which is what I'm doing today. I'm not feeling the best, but I'm still showing up because this is my job and I have to be here. I'm required to record the podcast. Rain, sleet, shine, whether Viper feeling well or not, y'all expect the podcast from me. VidIQ expects me to record one and I'm here. But all of these things, you still show up for work for your regular non YouTube, nine to five job, corporate job, whatever job that you have, regardless if you don't like your coworkers, you're not feeling well, you don't like your job. Maybe you don't even like your pay. You don't like your salary, but you still show up to work because you know you have to do it. Now, you might be like, Viper, of course we show up to work because we have to get paid. We have to we have to pay the bills and do all that stuff. And of course, I understand that. I get that. But that same sense of urgency that you give to showing up to your regular nine to five, you have to give to your YouTube channel and showing up for your audience consistently day in and day out. Even on days where you're not in front of a camera or behind the camera, depending on if you're a faceless channel or whatnot, you still got to show up to the platform to, you know, get better at your craft, study your analytics, plot out your content strategy, whatever getting better as a YouTuber looks like for you on that particular day. These are things that must be, uh, must be done on a consistent basis. The biggest issue that I see with creators as to why they're not successful on YouTube is that they lack the discipline to treat it as a job. And this is something that my friend Roberto Blake talks about constantly, treating YouTube as a job, showing up when you don't feel like it, showing up when you don't get the views, showing up 
when you feel like nobody's watching you. All of these things that we have to take into account, all the success and the fairy tales that we hope and dream for as content creators, when these things are not happening, we still have to show up because that is how we get better. And that's what the audience wants and expects from us. And I am guilty of not showing up. I am not the most consistent content creator on my YouTube channel. So I'm guilty of this as well. I'm not just telling you all this because I'm just trying to preach from the high mountain. No, I am guilty of not being consistent and not treating YouTube as my job as well. So I'm speaking from personal experience when I tell y'all that I am making the same mistake that I'm trying to get you guys not to make today. Treat YouTube as a job. You got to show up because showing up makes you a better creator. It builds that relationship and that trust with your audience. You have to do the things that you would do at your regular nine to five if you want to be successful on YouTube, even more so. Yes, there will be sacrifices that you have to make. I know I've mentioned making sacrifices on a previous podcast, but yes, content creators, we have to make sacrifices if we want to be the best possible creator. You got Mr. B burying himself alive for content. Like, are you kidding me? Um, now, obviously, I'm not telling you to go do that, but just things like that. When I first became a creator, my friend I just seen talked about how she missed some of her favorite shows or she was behind on seasons of Arrow and The Flash and different things like that. And I didn't understand why she fell behind on her show. And then I became a content creator and I quickly understood why she fell behind because she made the sacrifice to stop watching those shows so she can put out her content on a consistent basis because it's a lot of work, as most of y'all know, to get content out and constantly be working on the next video and different things like that. It requires sacrifices. You have to be willing to make them. I don't know what that looks like for you. Maybe it looks like not watching your favorite TV shows as often as you used to. Maybe that requires spending less time with your loved ones, your family, your children, whatever the case may be. Maybe that requires you spending less time on your hobbies or activities that are outside of YouTube. All of these are potential sacrifices that you will have to make if you want to find success on YouTube. Just like having a real nine to five job requires sacrifices. Again, it requires that you show up whether you're sick. It requires that you show up whether you don't like your coworkers or your boss. It requires that you spend eight hours or more of your day at a place doing work that you could be spending other places doing other things that you want to do. But believe it or not, sacrifices have to be made. And then at creative, we have to be willing to review our performance. You know, when you're at a nine to five, and you have a boss or manager that will sit down with you at the end of every year and they will give you a performance review. Well, you have to do that same thing as the creator, only it's a self-performance review. You have to be able and willing and have the awareness to sit down with yourself and give yourself a review. How are you doing as the creator? Are your videos getting better? Are you getting better? Is there something that you could be doing that you're not already doing? Are, are there ideas out there that you haven't explored yet as a content creator? Is there equipment upgrades that need to be made? For your production to make it better so you have to sit down and go over all of this stuff as a content creator if you want to be the best content creator you can be now just so there's no confusion i'm not saying that we all have to go out there and be mr b and have the highest of the high that's just not realistic and it's not even necessary to be a successful content creator on youtube but you have to observe what's happening in and around your niche and you have to try to match or exceed what other creators are doing in and around your niche if you want to be 
competing and putting out content at the level and getting the result that they're getting at the level that they're getting. Or you just have to be really good at targeting and finding your people, your audience, and resonating with them on such a level that they will keep coming back to you. But again, it all starts with having the discipline to do what needs to be done to maximize the potential of your YouTube channel. This is not something that's going to fall in your lap. This is not something that's going to be handed to you. You're not going to go viral. Well, 95% of y'all won't go viral. You're not going to get a shout out. So you have to grind. This is why I always talk about when I'm on the live stream, when I talk about embracing the grind, this is what I'm talking about. Day after day, going in there, putting in the work, studying your analytics, uh, getting better at your crab, getting better at filming and editing and different things like that. Making sure you're leveling up every video. As I always tell you guys, as long as you are a fraction better than your last video, you are winning as a content creator because you can't help but get better if you're better than your last video every single time. Now, would it happen every time? Probably not. But as long as you're making the attempt, then that's something to be proud of. You have to become a student of YouTube. Like I mentioned earlier, you have to sit down and study your analytics, but you also have to study how the platform works. What is trending on the platform? Um, right now, for YouTubers, it's about short-form content. That doesn't mean you have to become a short creator and change your entire content strategy if you don't do short. But that means if you are a short creator or if you are open to implementing short in your content strategy, then that's something that you need to look into as a creator if you want to maximize the growth potential of your channel. Because we all know that YouTube is heavily pushing short form content right now. That's just the reality of the situation. Again, what you do with that information is your business, but that doesn't make the information any less pertinent to growing a channel on YouTube, even if you don't want to do short. Have you studied your audience retention graph lately? Have you looked at the other channels that your audience is watching and the videos that they're watching? I talked about this last week on the podcast when I talked about how to understand your audience. So if you want to go back and get a refresher, just go back and listen to last week's podcast. But sitting down, becoming a student, of the, a student of the platform, understanding what the platform wants and needs from you and your channel is essential to maximizing your success as a YouTuber. There is no question about it. This is non-negotiable. You have to understand how the platform works. All of these platforms are different. YouTube is different from Instagram. It's different from TikTok. It's different from Facebook. It's different from whatever else not there. You have to understand how your platform of choice works, what it wants, what it needs, and then figure out where you lie in that pantheon of wants and needs from that platform. So if you take nothing else away from this brief episode of Tube Talk today, and again, I apologize that it's going to be brief because, again, I'm not feeling well, but if you take nothing else away from this particular episode, just understand that you need to have discipline to maximize your success as a creator. We need to start taking content creation more seriously. We need to start treating it as a job. All the things that you like or don't like about your job, but you still do anyway, all of those things and more apply as a content creator. Yes, there are going to be aspects of being a YouTuber that you don't like, but guess what? You still have to get that stuff done because as content creators, we wear all of the hats, unless you have a team. But I'm going to assume, and by the numbers, I understand and I know 
that most of you all listening to the podcast don't have a team because you have less than a thousand subscribers. So you probably don't have a team. So all of the hats are going to be worn by you and you alone. But that does not mean you can't make it because a bunch of creators have made it before you and a bunch of creators will make it after you. So why not you? I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. You know your boy Viper will be back next week with another episode of Tube Talk presented by Vid I. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk, brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.